Good morning. Good morning. How are things there today? Uh, We're going to the fair. Ooh. The county fair, yes. The county fair. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. Dane County has a pretty big fair. I mean, for a county, and granted, it's the county or the state capital, and Madison's the county seats. So it's usually a fairly big deal. But I, I can smell the cows already. Yeah, and, and cows and funnel cakes. Mmm. Oh, that sugar. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. The, as I know you hate when I say the smell of sugar. The smell of sugar, exactly. <laughs> yes, which doesn't exist. Mm hmm. Well, we were having an interesting conversation before we started recording about that, that somehow, despite every outward appearance to the contrary, you know, I've become the the argumentative curmudgeonly person on this conversation. Yeah. And, and you're like the voice of reason, which makes no sense to anyone that knows either one of us. I know, right? Isn't that funny? And I said, that's because I've recently become self-actualized. I'm, the, I'm, what did, what did you say? I said, I'm the broken one and you're the angry one or something like that. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It was, what What was it? That wasn't it. It was something else. I'm broken and you're right. Well, that that was my counter. Was yeah, that yeah, yeah. You said I was the angry one. I said, no, you're broken and I'm right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not angry at people. I, I'm not in, in denial. I think it's something about being in denial. I'm not in denial about the way people are. I just think they're wrong. Ah. I see. So. You try to explain it, and I, I just tune out. Point, I get it. I point, yeah. I point blame. I get I point it. Blame. I get it. Just tune um, out. How did that happen to me? I, <laughs> you know, but before I've said this many times. Before COVID, I would always look at my wife and say, "When do we get to go live in a cave?" And then we got to live in a cave for a couple of years, <laughs> and I found that I enjoyed it quite a bit, <laughs> except for the fact that you couldn't go out for your my trivia nights, your Wednesday night trivia. But they did them on Zoom. Wow. <laughs> so you're so you really don't want to live in a cave. You want to commute from a cave <laughs> yes. for your social occasions. Yes. Yeah. I, I will tell you what really brings that to the forefront, and this will dovetail into our actual topic. I'm teaching my daughter how to drive right now. Oh boy. And there's no better way to lose your faith in humanity than to really observe how other people just completely ignore all the rules of driving and act in such a careless manner than when you're trying to instruct someone on the, air quotes, right way to follow traffic laws and operate a motor vehicle. Because oh. look, we, look, we all drive the way we drive at this point. I was going to say, when we're together in a couple of weeks, I'm going to surreptitiously take notes on your driving skills. Uh, oh, you're you're welcome to, <laughs> and then and then we can have an episode where I where I recall all of your infractions. I, I use this analogy very often about most things in the world, which is that driving is the perfect example of something that that everyone I truly believe thinks that they are the only person that does it right. Mm. I drive exactly the right speed. I any faster than me, and you're a maniac. Any <laughs> slower than me. And you need to get retested because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Ah, interesting. Um, if, if you use your blinkers at the right places, that's right. 
I don't use them at certain places because they're unnecessary, but but only I can make those judgment calls. I got it, got it. And and you can't tell me that you don't feel exactly the same way about the way you operate a motor vehicle because it's one of those you've been doing it for thirty plus years. Um, you know what you're doing. You haven't gotten into trouble so far, and everyone else who's doing it wrong is in your fucking way. <laughs> so, as I teach. As I teach a young person how to drive, and I spend most of my time reiterating to her that when I took driver's ed, it was called defensive driving. Uh-huh. And that's because you need to, first and foremost, get where you're going safely, and that means being aware of your surroundings, not because your surroundings are following a rule set, but because your surroundings are a random set of nonsense, and everyone else is probably doing it wrong, and you're out for you. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's I love it. I'm going to give your kids are going to wonder why is Uncle James giving us ex, so many extra hugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's apologizing an awful lot, and I don't know what for. <laughs> they love it. They uh-huh. love it. Well, uh-huh. he he was a he was a rough. Uh, my son was a rough one to teach how to drive. My daughter has been all in. She's. She was really scared until she really got into it, and now she knows what she's doing, and she's doing pretty well. But it's we we saw someone do something the other day, and something crazy. And I said, "How do you, now that you're out on the roads, are you scared about what you're seeing, or are you kind of more comfortable that this is what it is?" And she said, "I'm kind of just more disappointed in how bad everyone is at this." Oh wow, you're you're you've already poisoned her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she's all mine. Wow. <laughs> Poor girl. So, again, I'm not argumentative. I just, I just have a keen sense of how everyone else is wrong. Mm. Okay, let's go with that. That's that. That should be a t-shirt. Mm. That should. That would be a fantastic t-shirt. So we, speaking of children, <laughs> <laughs> one of the key differences here between you and I is that I've got a. Uh, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, and I'm and I was a vice president of the PTA. I Boy Scouts. I'm, I'm I'm president of the choir coming into this year. I am I am all in with my my kitty life. As I look around my basement and see a whole lot of toys that have dead batteries in them and things like that. You, on the other hand, are um are a dink. Yep, I <laughs> and proud of it and proud of it. So I thought it would be interesting for us to talk a bit about this, differences in lifestyle and just, you know, kind of ret- retrospective on the whole thing. Well, we yeah, let's do that. Let's also talk about how we landed on this topic and wh- where it started. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that that, off, that will also give a very stark perspective on, on where we stand here. So you, you sent me a text, was it yesterday? Yeah, last night. Mm-hmm. And well, you tell them what you were you want to talk about. Uh, so I, I have the text in front of me. I said I was thinking about the whole kids and no kids conversation. It would be interesting to approach it from a perspective of things you or I each feel like we missed out of with our respective decisions. Not defending the path we took, but talking about sort of what if and you know I always wondered about that and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And and your response was, I, I don't th- I don't feel like I missed out anything. Right. I was worried I, I wasn't going to be able to, to add to the conversation because mm-hmm. it wasn't going to go the way that 
I don't want to say you thought it was going to go because you know you're the one that's right all the time. That's going to be what what is it that you you know James? Hey, what did you miss out on? You know, you don't have kids. What do you regret not having kids? Nothing. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zilch. So I can't really comment on th- things that I would might maybe be upset that I didn't get to do. And and create a human mold a person to send out into the world to do your bidding wasn't on that list. No, because I know I mean I mean as <laughs> as much as that sounds awesome, and this is probably you know, my, my position is probably determined quite a bit by my own childhood and upbringing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why would I do that to another human being? Uh, no. And certainly later, having discovered, you know, the things that, that I, the issues I have and the things I struggle with and knowing that they're genetic, I'm like, I would not want to pass that on to another human and have them have the horrible time that I did. Right. Even, even, and people say, yeah, but you know, it's going to happen. You could help them through it. I'm like, why would you intentionally subject another feeling living being to that? Sure. That is pure narcissism to me. So I said, no, I, I, we, no kids, not having kids. So there you go. Next topic. Next topic. (laughs) (laughs) But so how do we, how do we take that concept though and, and talk about it and say, what are the, what are the things that, I mean, because you certainly have a perspective that I do not have. Right. I think it'd be interesting. I'd be interested to know about your perspective and the things that you think it would have been like or could have been different. And I can give you my perspective from sure. being on the other side of that. Sure. And of course, there's the whole how how we got here. I, I mean, I grew up in you know a you know a, a tip a very stereotypical suburban family of four, a boy and a girl, eating dinner around the table together. Very, very kind of standard upbringing in the 80s. And it never actually, I don't recall that it ever actually dawned on me that I wouldn't have kids. This That's just the path. Mm -hmm. I I, I babysat when I was a kid. I always knew I wanted them. And um, as as you well know, as probably all the people listening to this (laughs) know, (laughs) uh, we we had a little bit of a rough path, not a little bit, um, we had a rough path to get there. And um, it's interesting. We were probably one of the last ones of of all of our friends to actually start having kids, and that wasn't due to um, due to any intentional delay. That was that was good old mother nature and and poisoning the inside of my wife's womb. <laughs> that's a whole oh, other oh, story. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's and a, of course the the way to counteract poison is to poison it with man made chemicals. That's uh, always yeah, a good. Yeah, yeah, that's how you fix it. That's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but we, you know, once we were in on it, that we were going to do it. And we didn't have, I'm trying to think, we had one friend with kids at the time. Um, but I, I honestly can't tell you what it was that made us decide, yep, got to do this. And it was just something we both knew intrinsically that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a lot more to say than that. It's so long ago. <laughs> it's so long ago. I when I think back to the to the what if, it's for me. It's about some of the things I've seen you guys do. Um, travel. We have not done much in the way of travel. We we definitely took the route of we're going to create roots, big house. This is where our energy goes, 
And most of our quote-unquote vacations over the last umpteen years have been family vacations. Have been we really have not done much in the way of tourism stuff. And I and that's something that I do feel like I missed out on. And, and could we have done it with the kids? Absolutely. It just never seemed to be the right time because they're they're too young to care. They're too young to care. They're too young to care. And then they're too old to have time. And so you you find yourself leaning into their schedule rather than yours. Ah, uh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, which, which I realize doesn't make it sound any more attractive. But there is something very gratifying about watching a person have a schedule and have responsibilities. Uh, my son has a job this summer, and it's really – he's had a couple of jobs, but nothing with this level of, I think, responsibility – and he, he he's working for the Forest Association. He's clearing trails and stuff. He comes home dirty and sweaty and gross and with the hugest smile on his face. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's He walks in and we're like, how was your day? And he goes, shower. <laughs> and he just walks past us and goes. Um, and he's leaving for college soon for his first year. Uh, and I mentioned before, I'm teaching my daughter how to drive. And there are, oh, that's cute side of things is long past. And now it's, I live in this house with these people and they – as much as they drive me crazy, they also do these things where I'm like, oh, cool. I'm watching a person form. It's a little bit of a biology experiment. <laughs> <laughs> but but I miss the, the travel piece, I have to say, is really the one big thing that I feel like um, – and Jill and I have talked about it and you and I have talked about it. Like, you know, once the kids are out of the house, we're going to start going places. <laughs> Otherwise, you know – I this is not an episode about regrets. I have none. I feel like that's something that I always wondered. Would I, uh, you know, would I have seen more places and done more things like that? And especially now as we're getting toward the tail end of them living in my house, it's like, okay, well, what, when you think about a, a next stage, a third stage of life, what do we do next? I, I keep telling my wife, we're putting a for sale sign on the house before coming back down the driveway after we dropped my daughter off at college <laughs> that I, I want out of this house, um, it's time to do something new, but I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to be the reality of the situation. Unfortunately, as much as I want to do it, whatever you but, just um, said was great. That was fantastic. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I said at the beginning here, I don't recall getting pressure in the way of having kids. And I think as a as a dink, as I will keep calling you, because it's just fun to call you a dink. Ooh, proud of I'm sure. I'm sure you had a ton of that sort of pressure early on. And, to, and and I'm going to guess it went from let's have kids together, it'll be fun, to when are you going to have kids, to you know if you don't have kids soon, you're not going to be able to. But I'm curious about your your side of all that. I remember I was in sixth grade, and we were at – there was a – we used to go to my uh, mother's parents for Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, and – she was a, she had a huge family, so I, that was, like, the only time I saw, like, my hundreds of cousins on her side. My dad was an only child, so that was kind of dichotomous. But um, I remember there was always a baby or something, <laughs> or, or more than one, right? I was sitting there, and, you know, remember the big old shoulder-mounted VHS camcorders? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Somebody yeah. was recording us with one of those, and... And they were trying to get me to hold this baby. And I just had this look on my face. <laughs> and they're like, you know, what's wrong? Uh, you know, you could do it. You make a great dad. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm never having children. 
And they're like, oh, we got it on videotape. You know, you're going to have so many kids, blah, 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 blah. And that's when it started. And then I was just kind of like, oh, yeah? Fuck you. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Um, so I knew from a reasonably early age that it just wasn't a thing for me. My wife, too, as we were even going through college, it was, it really wasn't even a thought, an option. So we're thinking about what are we going to do? We're going to get married, then we're going to go to graduate school, then we're going to have careers, and then we're going to travel, and then we're going to do this. And never, ever, ever once was there in either of our minds a child. And then right around the. Time, how old were we? Let's see here. In our, we were in our late twenties. As th- such things happen, uh, people around us that we knew, that were our friends, that we hung out with, and had a great time because we have jobs, we have careers. You know, we've we've finally got income. The biggest responsibility we might have is a mortgage, and it's time to have fun. And then they all start having kids, and then you lose all your friends. Yeah, I remember the two of us having very in-depth conversations about this whole concept about should we have kids or shouldn't we have kids? Cause you know, TikTok, right. It's like, we're, we're like trying to debate it out and about like, let's make a pro and con list <laughs> and try to try, try to work this thing out. Right. And so I, I started interviewing all of my friends that were having kids at the time, right. Or coworkers or whatever. And I'm like, how did you guys decide to have kids? And there were loads of folks at the time. And you know what? Every single one of them, I said, how did you know you're ready? How did you, how did you know you're ready? And it was <laughs> every single one of them was like, Oh, you never know you're ready. Mm-hmm. Like what? What do you mean? You never know you're ready. It's like, Oh, I, I, you know, it's like until you, until you have kids, you know, you don't, you don't know if it's something that you want or not. I'm like, seems a little backwards. <laughs> and the fuck is wrong with you? This is another human being that you're responsible for. And if you have them and you find out you don't want them, that child is going to grow up broken. So see how, see how this works. And like, Mm -hmm. why would you do that? Oh, it's not that big of a deal or, Oh, don't worry. It'll be okay. Nobody wants kids before they have them. I'm like, you, all of you people are insane. (laughs) Why would you do that? and, And you know, it, it's interesting because I, I'm noticing this more lately, and it might just be that I'm old, but, you know, I, I, I complain sometimes about little kids at breweries, you might have noticed, but when I see very little kids out with parents, I see these parents that look so damn young, and you hear on the one hand that, you know, brains aren't fully formed till you're like 25, 28 years old, mm-hmm. and yet people have kids when they're 24, <laughs> Or younger, so, or younger, or yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm thinking post college, but you're right. I mean, or younger, you don't know what you want no. in life. I'm 52. I don't know what I want in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so through that whole period where we're watching our friends have kids, you know, because we were you know it's not like you know they popped one out and then suddenly you never talked to them again. So it's like mm-hmm. this, and some of our friends that ended up having kids, we did stay reasonably close with, but not like pre-larval stage where we were going out all the time and stuff this concept of oh yeah you know we can we can still you know we're such good close friends and you have this life-changing event on one side of that equation and there's like this denial 
of, oh, you know, we're still going to be friends. We're still going to do stuff. Oh, you can, you know, you know, Uncle James and Auntie Joy. And we're just like, bye. Don't want anything <laughs> to do with that because that's not our life decision. That's yours. By your very choice of that decision, you are taking a left turn from us. So see you later. And that's something that was very difficult for us to to come to terms with is basically people around us that we spent every free moment with to suddenly nobody. Yeah. That took some getting used to. But even through that, never once did either of us say, oh, I'm missing out. I should have done this. I, something, something's gone in my life and blah, blah, blah. We just had this discussion uh, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, when we were driving over to see my brother and his family, who great kids, awesome kids. Uh, we went over to see uh, see the middle the middle boy. He's just starting high school in um, in Mary Poppins. Hmm. Fantastic! He's such a great singer, and I could just see the the you know excitement in my brother and sister in law's eyes, and and he was really excited about it. And I'm just like, wow, this is really good, and we were really happy for him. But it gave me no pings of like regret or nostalgia or anything like that none zero and it just kept reinforcing the fact that we made the right decision for us mm-hmm. well well, and, and certainly at this point because you don't um you don't have it as you said to me before you don't have any other perspective and and i'm in the same boat at this point because i don't remember what my young married life was like before the kids and i don't have any perspective on an older married life without the kids so this is the only life i know but that's the one oh. you chose. It, oh, oh, it's, it's entirely right. the one I chose. Right. So entirely that's entirely the one I chose. And so that's the thing that I think that's a perspective that we're that we're missing here. Of course, I don't know anybody around me that's close enough to me that would come to the dark corner bar and tell us that they regret becoming a parent. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. You, you know what? You know what I'm curious about, and this could be an entire topic at another time to get deeper. So my wife and I are the the eldest kids. Mm-hmm. in the family. You and your wife are the middle children. And I have to wonder if there's something statistically in that. I think it has you, something to do with that's how IQ in children is partitioned out. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. It's like like the IQ pump doesn't quite get started with the first kid, and then it's just like dumps it all on the second kid, and the third kid's just, you know, drooling in the corner. That's... That's an interesting possible. I, I can't wait to hear my sister's uh, reaction to that one. <laughs> well, Thank you for that. Your sister is the middle kid, or she, she is the middle and the and the young and kid. the youngest. Yeah. So she's drooling and has a really high IQ. Well, but 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 by that rationale, if there are only two, who gets to be the middle kid? I don't know. Yeah, I don't not know my, either. Not my that, problem. That math doesn't. <laughs> that math does not work. But but you know, there's a whole thing around middle child syndrome and. Um, I'm I'm just curious if there's a preponderance toward not having kids in that, you know, I'll say neglected middle child syndrome side of things. But I think we can we can reserve middle child syndrome for an entire episode. I don't have I, I, it's just what I need is another syndrome. Thank you very much. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well I tried go- I, I as we're talking, I tried to Google, you know, what I just wanted to know what percentage of first middle and youngest kids have kids of their own and and all i'm finding is middle child syndrome like pages and pages and pages uh yeah well of course because that's probably written by middle children well it, it probably is and everything needs a name and a label yeah. as as you know it's, mm-hmm. one of, it's one of my pet peeves which at this point looks more like a a proclamation scroll from the olden times than um 
than a short list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> yeah. Something out of a Mel Brooks or a, or a um a uh, Monty Python where you you open it yeah. up and it just rolls and rolls and exactly rolls. exactly. Here are yep. all of Greg's pet peeves and his pronouns <sighs> and my, <laughs> so many I have so many pronouns. I do, you do, yeah. Is, is schmuck a pronoun? Uh, could be. It could be. For you, it should be. I, I, that's what I'm saying, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just opening that one wide up. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Well, well, back to the children conversation. What do you think? I mean, you said travel. Yeah. But here's the one thing that my childless by choice uh, friends all agree on. Money. Oh God, yes. Well, that's 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 part of the travel conversation. Was had we had more money, we probably would have traveled even with the kids. But there's there's only so much money, and oh my God, do they eat? Oh, the food bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not that. It's just it. They they just drain you. Oh yes. It's just every every time you turn around, it's it's a uncontrollable drain on your personal wealth. Mm-hmm. And people are like, how could you put children over money? I don't want kids. <laughs> I want money. <laughs> and people, and what's the other thing people say to me? They say, well, who's going to take care of you when you're old? Your money is. <laughs> I don't know, mom. Who's going to take care of you when you're old? Why do you think that suddenly, just because I'm a child, that I am obliged to take care of you when you're old? Certainly, given my history. Exactly. So you you said it, Greg. Who's going to take care of me when I'm old? My money's going to take care of me when I'm old. That's exactly what's going to happen. I keep teasing my nieces, and I haven't I haven't really teased Sadie and and Jack about this, but on my sister's side, I keep teasing them. My goddaughter too. I'm like, so which one of the two of you is going to take care of me when I'm old? I'm rich. <laughs> do you want to take care of me in the Caribbean? And my youngest niece Morgan, she's like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> That's fantastic. You, you should definitely pull that on my kids. She's like, react. she. I know how they'll react. She doesn't <laughs> didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. And I'm just like, awesome. I see. I know where you stand. And she's, that is you great. don't mince words. You, I know exactly what you're after. <laughs> that I can work with. Right. That that I can work with. So so for for us, it was it really was that decision of where what are we going to do and we went through that period of time there in our early 30s where it's like we got to figure this out and i remember what it really came down to was children or phd Mm -hmm. and we chose phd off the go and you know eight years later working a full-time job and 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 going to school there's there's a phd is born um and there's no no regrets there at all either so it, it all works together nicely. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and you're absolutely right on the money thing. As I as I look around my basement mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at the at the stuff, but but yeah, it it is not an inexpensive proposition. the The idea of the taking care of you when you're older thing is interesting, and I bring it back again to my childhood, which was, you know, a, a, other than a couple of extended cousin issues i'll say i can hear my sister laughing uh fundamental i i never doubted that family was a strong bond and everyone's there for each other mm-hmm. and as i've become an adult i see so many other families either of people i know or just you know 
you know, reading horror stories in the news and whatnot, families that don't take care of each other and don't care and kids that walk away or steal from their, their families and the fights between siblings. And I, it is not something I can easily wrap my head around, which comes as no surprise because I, you know, as we've discovered, I have a pretty strong wall. <laughs> but for me, you know, you say who's going to take care of you when you're old and why is it the kid's responsibility? I mean, I, I firmly believe family is a responsibility, but I, I think in this day and age, I'm very much in the minority feeling that way. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, Ari. I don't know. I have no, I couldn't say. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. That's why this conversation is difficult. Yeah. Yeah, because we're we're so different, so different. It's not even that we're on different sides of the issue. We have, we have different life experiences on yeah. the issue. And I was I was even looking for. Um, I know we kept the list. We we made a pro and con list about having kids, mm-hmm. and I know we kept it. And I I was looking for it the other day because I'm like, ooh, wouldn't that be fun to read as to how we came to that determination? But I mean, my intimate friends, certainly ones that have known me since pre college or you know, undergrad, they're not at all surprised. Mm-hmm. This does not surprise them. They're like, fuck, no, they're not going to have kids. What are you, nuts? Or it would be like, for the love of God, do not have children. <laughs> <laughs> because they'll, they'll either end up being, I don't know, more li- more likely some sort of evil genius. But uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, like our, well, you, just, our genes don't need to recombine. You you end up either with a Dexter's Laboratory situation or a Beavis and Butthead situation. And... <laughs> Neither one. Maybe I'd prefer a Phineas and Ferb situation. I don't know. There's so many ways to go. More the, like Rick and Morty, I think. In my oh case, God. Like, up, but. Yeah, that's actually fairly true. Yeah. The I want to recognize, even though neither of us have experience in this area, but there's there's a third there's a third perspective here, and that is the the people the people listening who wanted to but couldn't. Oh, sure. And who are probably hearing what I'm saying and going, be grateful for what you have and looking at you and saying, you know, how could you, how could you not take advantage when you could have? Um, And I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting thoughts and words into those people's mouths, Mm -hmm. but that's a very real thing as well. We, as I mentioned earlier, we had some struggles, but we, we made it through all that. Um, But there are people out there who, We'll look back, kind of, with um, with some disdain at this conversation. I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's going to be painful for them, you know, from that perspective. But mm-hmm. that's their lot in life, not mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do I, you know, hold a grudge against them for that? No, absolutely not. And I'm oh, sure God, it is no. very, very difficult for them um, because there are lots of things that, and lots of people that want their lives to be a certain way, and just it cannot be. In this case, it's people, some people can't have kids to fulfill that part of their life. And that's, I'm sorry for that. I really am. I truly am sorry for them because there are things that I want in my life that just cannot be, that are just as important to me and I have to deal with it. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. Stuff like that laser engraver not reaching the moon for you to be able to write on it. Oh, reaches the moon. It reaches the oh, moon. Uh, well, just don't okay. worry. Just you are not supposed to talk about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, and we you know, we we had a period of time when we thought we were going to be in that camp and we are, you know, very 
blessed and lucky that we we made it through that okay but yeah i just wanted to recognize that because we don't have a perspective on it you and i right, right. Um, but it's nope. a, but it's a very real thing anyway don't want to end on that because that's that's absolutely <laughs> no not fun well we we one of the things we had on our on our list of never ending topics was kids versus money mm-hmm. and we kind of touched on it here but i i still want to have that discussion because it you know if we can if we can take a lighthearted approach to that and not have people just be incensed by the concept that, you know, I love money more than other kids, which <laughs> I mean, get used to it. It's the way it is. That would be a fun discussion to have. It, it would. I mean, I can, because I can certainly come out at it with a laundry list of, of things that money is being spent on that I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to, you know, I, I will, I, Yes, we need a whole episode for that. But as I look around at all the battery-operated toys that have been given as gifts over the years, fundamentally by our mother-in-law. Oh, don't 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 be fooled. We have we have given plenty of gifts uh, to nieces and nephews over the years. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so I know what that's like. And and the the reasonable pile of stuff that we have that were bought for them that were never given <laughs> for whatever reason. And uh, they're all far past the age of actually using this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just like, I can only imagine. And we have so much stuff just for the two of us. I can't imagine. Have, oh my God. I would, uh, uh, I have a migraine now. Yeah. But- <laughs> Thinking of all the stuff. Oh, there, there is so much stuff. And it's interesting as my son is getting ready to leave for college and he's cleaning, there is stuff that he will forget ever existed. But if you say to him, hey, can we get rid of this? He's going to go, um, no, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> well, the other day I, I did a, a big run to Goodwill. I think I mentioned to you my parents are going to be here, so we need to clean. Uh, and uh, before I left, I looked at my son. We were in the garage. I said, so that Razor scooter that you're probably too big for anyway and haven't used since you were like 10, mm-hmm. is it okay if I bring that over to Goodwill? And he goes, you know what? I'll bet there's a kid who would really like that. Uh. <laughs> I said, good for you. <laughs> and in the car it went. Yep. They should have just taken that as carte blanche just to take everything that can't fit in a car to go with them to college and just dump it at Goodwill. <laughs> just just get rid of it all. Just, exactly. Just... We're renting out your room. <laughs> oh, oh, better than no, no. We, we keep talking about breaking through the closet from my daughter's side and just giving her a larger room. Mm. Because clearly she doesn't have enough space for shelves because of the floor having to hold so much. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, so if she had a bigger room, maybe there'd be shelf space that the floor wouldn't be covered. Maybe. That's something I will never have to deal with. You've got a monkey room. Shh. It's a little bit of a biology experiment. <laughs> <laughs>